probably wasn't the most prettiest game to watch. Uh, conditions were, were pretty difficult, and I thought, um, you know, we came with the right intent. A couple of fundamentals in the first quarter, but we, we started well. We haven't won many first quarters this year. So the second quarter was, was disappointing. And probably the, the contest around the grounds, you know, the, in general play. has worked a bit harder. Read the cues a bit earlier than us, uh, the Hawks, and uh, they jumped away a little bit, but we dug in there. Uh, you know, some of the numbers that and the wins we're looking for around tackles. We had we had a good day, 80 to 48 tackles, but sometimes that means you're second to the ball. So, yeah, pressure factor was high, but we, we couldn't we couldn't match them in the work rate contest area. There you go, Adam Simpson on the back end of yesterday's game. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to Lee in a sec. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts oh, just briefly on what he had to say? Oh, again, he's defending the you know what I find indefensible, and he's making excuses. Contested possessions, Hawthorne 163 to West Coast 130. Uh, inside 50s, Hawthorne 56, West Coast 44. West Coast better players. Barras was by far their best mm. player yesterday. Hearn, Shuey, Gaff, Cripps, Kelly. I mean, are we going to see some kids amongst their best players at some stage? Hawthorne yesterday, Josh Ward, he's 19 and he's playing his 10th game. Possibly best on ground. Will Day, 21, he's playing his 28th game. Jai Newcomb, again, a candidate amongst Hawthorne's best players. He's 21, playing his 25th game. Connor McConnell, McDonald, 19 years of age. You know, bobs up and kicks goals on the run. Uh, Dylan Moore, one of the best Hawthorne players in the game, 22 years of age. You know, Morris, 21. Reeves, the big ruckman, 23. James Bank, playing on Josh Kennedy, outpointed him for three quarters. He's 21, playing his mm. fourth game. What, why... Do we not see that type of player at West Coast at this stage of a so-called rebuild instead of all the old blokes and a bunch of blokes that you go, I'm not sure you can play. Mm. Uh, Josh Wood, by the way, has been awarded this week's Rising Star nominee. Okay. Oh, I, he, was probab- oh, he was among the best few on the ground. You could make a case for Josh Wood to be the best on the ground yesterday. Okay. Uh, Kylie sent in a good text. We'll come to yours in a moment, Kylie. Let's go to Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hi, guys. How are you going? Hi, Lisa. Um, firstly, Haggers. Yep. Joy Cully. He's, he's, he was pretty good yesterday. Oh, he had a crack, I, as he would have to, as he would have to. It's only his fifth game with men. Uh, I think a bit too much was made of his tackles. I would like to have so perhaps uh, six tackles and five extra possessions. Uh, if you're tackling, it's because you didn't quite get first to the ball. Yeah, well, that's probably true too. Um, he was encouraging, though. But Lisa, just before you go, no more encouraging than Colin uh, Connor West and Patrick Nash and some of those boys that we sort of thought, you know, or, or, or Jake Florenka. He was no more encouraging than some of those boys that have played one game. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, they should have been. They should have had more games. Those guys. Mm-hmm. And um, on Fife, um, he, he's, he's lacking confidence. He's like he looks like he's a duck out of water in that team at the moment. I don't I don't know what they're going to do with him. And um, um, Haggis and Pete, um, this holding the ball rule mm. um, over the weekend it just happened continuously. Like like players are getting spun three sixty and and losing the ball. Isn't is that holding the ball? Well, it should be. Yeah. Um, I think it's just it's just so frustrating. Well, I think you're probably echoing the sentiments of, you know, probably what have we got? Might have two million people have watched footy over the course of the weekend, probably even more. It's and every week, Lisa, it seems to be different. 
Mm. Yeah, and and just quickly too on on these play of these teams that continuously at the you know towards the end of the game running the clock down, you know that that is so boring to watch and so negative. Um, do you think at some stage the AFL are going to clamp down on that and say, mm. hey, no, no more of this? I reckon, it's, know, easy, I reckon it's easily solved. You kick backwards, it's play on. Yeah. That, that That's should... all. That'll speed it all up. Yeah. Well, it would force your opponents to come closer to those waiting to receive the ball. Correct. It would force some manning up. And that's where Fremantle fell down on Saturday night. They did not play a man-up game when Sydney went into a, a, you know, a kick-mark game. And, and I think also the likes of late in the games, you, you're only going to get away with that being as boring as it is. And I'm sure it happens a lot in soccer too, Peter, where sides, you're well up. You just kick it around. You wait for if they don't come to you, we'll just keep kicking it around three nil up. Or in this, in a lot of well, instances, you don't, do it, in the you AFL. don't do it so much in soccer because then the forwards press up against yeah, the defence and they need to get it up. So they tend to sort of waste time when the ball's around the corner flag. If you see them trying to keep yeah, the ball together, either under control. way, either way, but I reckon it's an easy, easy fix for the AFL. Yeah, it's yeah. an easy fix for the AFL. Just call it play on. Thanks, uh, Lise, for your call. Just yeah. on, remember Lisa came to us last week and said, you know, look, Nick Dacos, it's the best. First year performance she's ever seen. Yes. And I, I just did do a little bit of research because I thought I was watching Nick Dacos again on Saturday. And we got a text about Nick Dacos, but you do your stats first while well, I get Nick it Dacos up. Nick Dacos on Saturday was heading towards being best on the ground. And I thought, well, let's compare some of the other. He's going to win the, the, the NAB Rising Star, Nick Dacos. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that. He could he could only lose it if he played and got suspended somehow. It's like the Brownlow. You're ineligible to win the NAB Rising Star, if you've been susp- suspended, like it is with the with the Brownlow. Nathan Buckley, in his first season, 1993, played 22 games. He averaged 23 possessions a match. He polled 14 Brownlow votes in his first season. None of the other big names, the likes of Cousins in 96, only got three, one best on ground, three Brownlow votes in his first year. Adam Goods, no Brownlow votes in his first year. Sam Mitchell, nine Brownlow votes in the year that he won it, 2003. That's the Sam Mitchell from Hawthorne. Uh, he started in, 2009, in 2002, though. He played nine games. Mm-hmm. Joel Selwood, only two Brownlow votes in his first season and won it comfortably, averaged uh, 20 possessions a game. Sam Walsh, six Brownlow votes. In his first year in 2019, averaged 25 possessions a game. Even the great Chris Strudd did not get a Brownlow vote in his first season. And I threw his name out as to a challenger to the Nick Dacos one. It was and he, he didn't, he he didn't he even arrived. win it. He didn't even win the, mm. the, the rising star in his first season. So I think Dacos possibly is heading towards, even statistically, the best first year we've seen since the inauguration of the, of the award in Nathan Buckley's yeah. year in 1993. I reckon Dacos would have Nick Dacos pushing towards a dozen votes. I wouldn't have many more than that Well, he got him. three against Adelaide yeah. on the weekend. Don't yeah. worry about that. Now, Kylie says, would be interested because we're talking about the Eagles, in your thoughts on the ruck stocks at the Eagles, as we know, Nick Natanui out, and one wonders how much more he's got in him. But he won't ba- play. Just on that, I'm, I'm already informed he won't play this week against St Kilda. Uh, so that's Nick Natanui mm-hmm. out for at least another week. And I'm suspicious that they might be building up to make sure they've got Elliot Yo to miss another week, probably two, I heard. So Nat Newey misses this week, maybe then a traveller. Yo, two more, maybe then available against Adelaide. I reckon they're really trying to send off Josh Kennedy in something special.
Nat Newey, you know, perhaps heading towards that game as opposed to either of the next two. Okay, so this makes it interesting from Kylie. She's been on the Tempera Bedshed text line 0487. 736-736. Would be interested in your thoughts on the ruck stocks at the Eagles. Bailey Williams seems out of his depth, gets moved around too easily, has some height but can't see him being a, a strong first ruck. Callum Jamieson has a real go around the ground but not sure he is the long-term answer either. That's from Kylie. Your thoughts on that, Hags, regarding the uh, two young men that are shouldering the ruck responsibilities at the Eagles? Bailey Williams is the one that you would have to assume they continue to work with. I mean, he's 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 had the couple of seasons on the list, three seasons on, on the list, waiting for his chance. They'd have to continue to persist with him. I, I, I suspect they've... They've lost Luke Stranatica. I mean, they, West Coast were told not to take Luke Stranatica, to take Tickle, Bryn Tickle. He was their lead ruckman at East Romantle, not uh, um, Stranatica. And Luke Stranatica now, with personal issues, has left the club, mm. left West Coast. So, again, someone has got it right in the first place to say to West Coast, don't take this boy, take Tickle. Uh, they didn't. So Stranatica has gone. I, I think they've got enormous troubles in the ruck. That's why they went strong, or they've been strong in the contest, to get Luke Jackson. They're not going to because he doesn't want to be part of where they're at for the next two or three or four years. He wants to stay contending, and he thinks Fremantle is a better chance than West Coast. Mm, interesting, and there's no name on this, but the Eagles only scored a goal straight after the Hawks scored a goal in the second half. It was always the same margin. They can never kick away and never will. So, in other words, uh, they never got any closer to Hawthorne after Hawthorne, of course, had that good second term. Uh, Alex says, boys, in terms of playing the kids, this is the Eagles, the kids mm-hmm. are struggling at waffle level oh. and would be an embarrassment if they played in the AFL. West Coast list management has not delivered. It could be that uh, in terms of, yeah, basically it could be that. Uh, so, in other words, uh, he's saying that there's there's nothing in the waffle stocks well, that... either to sort of bring up and, and nurture. Yeah, and, and look, we've... We've touched on it ourselves as well, Alex, that we don't think, and I certainly don't think, that there's, there's enough development of players in the waffle as well. So what are they going to do, Hags? They go to the draft and see what they can pluck out of the draft. Uh, we have mentioned that it can turn around fairly quickly for the West Coast Eagles. On what grounds can it turn around fairly quickly when some of their real robust experienced players that have shouldered a lot of the responsibility for their wins this season may not be there next year? So where is the build and the quick turnaround that we have discussed going to come from? Well, clearly it has to come from getting pick number one. Let's say pick number. Their first pick is pick number one or two. Yeah. Their second pick is pick number 18 or 19. Or 19. So pick two, pick 19. They get a pick in the mid-20s from Port and then a pick in the mid-30s. All four of those players should be picked to play round one next year. So the team would be something like this. Hearn, Barras, Duggan. Chesser. Mm-hmm. So he rec- hasn't played any footy. You'd have no. to still see him. McGovern, Bazo. Gaff, yo, number one draft pick. So you've, the first pick they get... Start him in the centre circle. Otherwise, you've got a dud. Yep. Get a Sam Walsh. Get a Chris Judd. Okay? She, darling, Rioli. Get Rioli fit. Make him train his backside off all summer. Mm-hmm. Waterman, Allen, Ryan. Get Liam Ryan fit. So he doesn't have a good first quarter like he did yesterday. And everyone says, oh, geez, made up for last week. He only had three positions. He's not fit. Mm. He can't play. He can't play sustained. He can't go one, two, three times in 30 or 40 seconds. He's buggered. He's got no, he's got no fitness. Natanui, question mark, but Natanui, Shui Kelly, 
Number 19, so your second draft pick starts on the bench, if not in the 18. Pick number 25 starts on the bench. And the best player that they can get through the preseason draft automatically because he's an uncontracted player, sits out, goes into the preseason draft, is also in that 22. Probably starts on the halfback flank if they get Liam Baker. Mm -hmm. Chester in the middle, yo on the ball. So goodbye to some names there that have been around the West Coast Eagles for a considerable period of time. Petricelli and these sort of players – See you later. Unless you Sail take, into the sunset. Unless you take these boys as your depth players. Hoff, Cole, Rotham, True, Jermaine Jones, Cripps, Foley, Petrevsky, seaton Petricelli, O'Neill, Witherden, question mark. I mean, there's 10 more players that, that make your waffle team look a lot better when they're all playing. And also the first thing they need to do, other than the draft, is get a damn good fitness and conditioning coach to make the whole group, all 45 of them, and even eight or ten waffle players to make them a com- more competitive and a better learning environment for West Coast in the waffle, make everyone fitter. Okay, your thoughts on that? Get on the temper of bedshed text line 0487 736 736 or give us a call on the Scarborough Toyota open line. It's free now, 13 12 55.